0: In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Joshua 23, verses 6 through 13, where I'll ask the question, why must Israel remain faithful? Joshua 23, verses 6 through 13 says, Therefore be very strong to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, turning aside from it neither to the right hand nor to the left that you may not mix with these nations remaining among you, or make mention of the names of their gods, or swear by them, or serve them, or bow down to them. But you shall cling to the Lord your God, just as you have done to this day. For the Lord has driven out before you great and strong nations. And as for you, no man has been able to stand before you to this day. One man of you puts to flight a thousand, since it is the Lord your God who fights for you, just as he promised you. Be very careful, therefore, to love the Lord your God, For if you turn back and cling to the remnant of these nations remaining among you, and make marriages with them, so that you associate with them and they with you, know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you, but they shall be a snare and a trap for you, a whip on your sides and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off this good ground that the Lord your God has given you. Joshua gives some encouragement to the people of Israel as he is wrapping up this conquest period. The people have settled in the land and Joshua is close to death. He's an old man now and the nation has sort of settled down where it's going to be. And he tells them that you must remain faithful. Don't get distracted by the gods of the nations that are still around you. Don't get distracted by doing your own thing instead of being obedient to the law of the Lord. Because if you don't remain faithful, then the Lord is no longer going to help you. So here are three thoughts from Joshua 23, verses 6 through 13, where I'll answer the question, why must Israel remain faithful? Thought number one, enemies driven out. Joshua makes it a point to emphasize the fact that the Lord has driven out the strong nations of the land the people of Israel now possess. He makes it a point to say, didn't God drive out all these nations before you? Didn't he cast them off so you didn't even have to fight all of them? But they were fleeing from you in abject fear of the fact that you were coming towards them. The enemies were driven out and they were driven out by God. And there's a warning inherent in what Joshua is saying. Just as God has driven out the nations before Israel, so too can God drive out the nation of Israel. And if you know the history of Israel, you know that that's exactly what happens. That the people of Israel do not remain faithful, and eventually they are driven out of the land themselves. Thought number two, great in battle. After Joshua explains that the Lord had driven out The nations before them we all know that israel has to fight some of these remnants there and those remnants there when they fight an israelite they are absolutely crushed because the lord is helping those israelites in warfare and isn't that a big difference from what the original spies who went into the promised land expected what did they say they say they're all giants in the land they're terrible they're mighty and they will defeat us but what happens when they actually go into battle in obedience to the lord well The Israelites are powerful. They're great in battle. And one man is able to make a thousand men flee before him. And right here is this implicit warning again. God has made the Israelites mighty in battle. As he has made them great to defeat their enemies, so too can he. If they are disobedient, if they do not follow the law of the Lord, then the Lord can raise up another army to come and attack them, to drive them out of the land, to be great in battle against them. And what we're about to see when we get into the book of Judges is that is precisely what happens. As the people of Israel abandon the right worship of God, he sends nations among them to defeat them so that they might repent and return to the service of the Lord. Thought number three, remaining snare. Joshua points out that all of the nations that are left around them, all the little remnants that they haven't driven out, they can become a snare to the people of Israel. They can influence them with their worship of false gods. They can encourage them to do that which they ought not to do. They can bring them in and corrupt them with their own idolatrous practices. They are remaining snare for the people of Israel if the people of Israel don't remain faithful. And what do we find as we read through the narrative? As we read through the history of Israel, we find that those very nations that they had the power to drive out end up becoming a snare to the people of Israel. They end up corrupting them with their idolatrous worship and encouraging them to practice along with them. And what do the people of Israel do? They abandon the faithful worship of the Lord, and the Lord in kind sends nations against them so that they would repent and ultimately return to him. Don't forget, though, that the Lord is faithful to his promise, that even after Israel goes off into exile, he brings a remnant back home. He saves a remnant of his people that he places there in the land, and it is through them, that ultimately Christ comes into the world, and all the nations of the earth are blessed. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Joshua chapters 21 through 24. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together